Healthy-ish listeners, hello. How are you? Thank you for joining us on this daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am Felicity Harley, and today joining me from Melbourne is Cameron Falloon. He is the founder of Body Fit Training, otherwise known as BFT, and FYI, he was once a PT for the late Princess Diana. He's going to talk about, well, what to do if you're working out but not shifting any of the weight, if that is your goal, or if you've hit a plateau. He share some reasons why and what you can do about it. Now, if you do like what you hear from Cam, he is up on Extra Healthy-ish where he shares his top fitness tips for lifelong results. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Cam, welcome back to Healthy-ish. Thank you for coming on again. Thanks, Felicity. Great to see you and uh, appreciate the opportunity again. And and well done on the uh, amazing success of BFT as well. I think we had you on two years ago and and it's just exploded since then. Yeah, thank you. Um, I can't believe two years has passed, to be honest. It only feels like a few months ago that we were chatting. So, um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing journey in coming out the other side of, of COVID, um, which is probably when we last spoke. And, mm-hmm. yeah, credit to the great people we've got in the business and, the great teams that we've got across different regions in the world. Um, but yeah, we're on a bit of an upward trajectory, but not without its challenges. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, I just want to pick your brain a bit because, you know, you're obviously at the coalface, you're in there with your BFT community. Now, obviously when it comes to working out and what, and you're not losing weight, I mean, there are obviously some universal truths for training for weight loss. Can you Talk us through these. I mean, and let's remember, nobody is the same, so we're all different. But just generally, yeah, I think. I mean, consistency is the, the number one thing. Um, the combination of exercise and nutrition. Nutrition is such a huge part of um, weight loss, if that's what your goal is, and changing body composition. So it's a consistency of both. And um, I think, unfortunately, the industry sells fads and sells quick fixes and. We need to be a bit more sophisticated as an industry to really put out there what we know um, and the science hasn't changed for a long time and um, we know that these things take time and there's a way to do them safely and effectively and to have long-standing results. And um, there's a really good saying I learned many, many years ago and that's um, that if you are being consistent and, and you know, you're doing the right things with your diet and nutrition um, as well as sleep and your mental health is that it takes four weeks for you to notice change. It'll take eight weeks for your friends and family and it'll take 12 weeks for the rest of the world. And I think we just need to be a bit more patient, a bit more kind to ourselves and not set unrealistic expectations. So, you know, keep keep consistent with your exercise, um, be consistent with your nutrition and learn. Don't just go with quick fads and and also be kind and have a little bit of patience as well. I mean, it's so easy, isn't it, to get sucked up into quick fads, especially with social media these days and, and people promising and, and people spruiking that, oh, hey, I lost, you know, I built this muscle in, in four weeks or I did this in two and and it, it's you just got to come back and remind yourself, no, I've got to give myself time. Yeah, you do and and all good things take time and um, I obviously with my background, I, I always go back to high performance and to give, um, I guess, your, your audience a, a view into what an athlete would go through, you know, um, athletes take, once they get into a full-time professional system, you know, somewhere between seven and 10 years to fully develop. 
Um, so when you think about that, and I know that they're they're elite athletes, so it's different. Mm. But when you think about that journey of development, which includes body composition and um, education on nutrition and training and recovery and lifestyle, um, if they're in a full time system with all of that support, just go a little bit kinder on yourself and don't set unrealistic expectations for it all to happen in you know six weeks or four weeks or or whatever. Um, and also the longer the journey, you know, the more patient you are, the longer the results will be. So quick, quick weight loss leads to quick weight gain. Mm. Um, a longer, more sustained weight loss as well as muscle gain will lead to longer lasting benefits. Um, so just keep that at the forefront of your mind. And, you know, the fads are exactly that, they're fads. Yeah. Now within your BFT community, what are some common reasons you hear or, you know, some examples that you see when people obviously come to you and say, okay, I want to sign up, I want to lose weight. What are some common things that get in the way of people's goals around losing weight? I think there's an element of impatience, as we've just talked about, but it's it's actually being able to handle maybe a setback. Um, And again, talking about that elite athlete realm, they've got psychologists and mindfulness coaches and things like that that, teach you how to overcome those little hurdles and you could be on a eight week or 12 week challenge and be getting great results and doing everything right for four weeks. And then you might have a slip up or you might get a flu um, that puts you in bed for a week. Um, you've lost training. It takes you another week to sort of get back on the horse, so to speak. And then you feel like, Oh, you know what? I've just lost two weeks and I'm done. Um, as opposed to, well, I've actually, I've actually achieved a lot. And had I have got sick without a, having done the four weeks prior, I've been in a much worse position than what I am now and I can bounce back quicker. And so it's sitting down and recognizing the wins and actually acknowledging the wins, you know, getting out of bed and going to the gym three mornings a week if you've never been, actually acknowledge that after you work out and say, mm. well done. Um, you know, I've done a really good job and I've started my day in the best possible way. So I should be really proud of myself. And I think that's a real um challenge for the just the everyday gym goer like you and I and um, who don't have those professionals around us to acknowledge the small wins because we're so focused on this potential, this goal that's eight weeks away or 10 weeks away or 12 weeks away versus just celebrate the little wins along the way and enjoy the journey and there's always going to be setbacks like there is in life. Um, but just be kind to yourself, celebrate the positivity and um, know that Every little setback is just another opportunity to get back up again and get back on the horse. What do you do for your fitness? And and also, more importantly, I think, you know, before you were talking about fitness and nutrition, often we focus on fitness, but I almost needs, it almost needs to be a joint conversation nowadays um, where it is so much about nutrition as well as fitness. So talk us through your perhaps weekly routine. Um, yeah, it's a good question, Felicity. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I'm really changing in my philosophy and, and – I'm over 50 years of age, so um, I definitely had that really um, strict version of training and, and eating, you know, especially working in high-performance areas. So I, just, I have a much more balanced view. My week revolves around some certainly some individually focused stuff, so things that I just know are good for me that um, I, I know I need to do, whether that's cardiovascular training, which for me is generally a combination of bike riding and swimming, Um and then some basic strength and prehab work. So I've had, you know, I've got injuries. I'm, I'm getting old, and those injuries come back to roost. So I have sort of some sessions where it's fixed on do the basics, do the things I know are really good for me. And then I'm massive on community. I, I love being around people, and um, 
So I try and get exercise. I play squash or tennis and do social things like that. Um, I'll incorporate it during the week meetings where I'll say, hey, Felicity, you know, we're going to catch up for now. Why don't we go for a walk and mm-hmm. let's walk and talk. And at the, at the end of it, let's sit down and we can grab a drink and um, make some notes and um, close the loop on the conversation. So, yeah, I've certainly changed my ways a little bit. I used to be a little bit all or nothing with my training and um, probably a little bit self-centered with my training. Um, but actually realized that I, you know, I love being around people. I love that, um, camaraderie and a little bit of healthy competition. And, you know, if I'm playing tennis or squash, I don't feel like I'm, I'm exercising I'm having fun and I'm, there's a bit of a social element to it. So I'm trying to get a bit of, bit of a better balance on that as I get older and learn some lessons. (laughs) I don't think that's age, you know, I think that is reflective of, of where, the mindset is for for all ages. I think you could be th- you can be thirty, and and I hear you know I interview lots of people in their twenties and thirties who approach it like that. So um yeah, not just age, just a different philosophy now <laughs> for this this yes. time in our, in our lives. Cam, thank you for coming on Healthy Ish. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Flick. Well, I hope this provided some inspiration and wisdom. If you have hit a plateau when it comes to working out or reaching your goal, whatever that may be. If you did like this chat, make sure you rate and review it or you can subscribe to this podcast. Also, I will leave links to Cam's last interview he did for us where he chatted about how to max workout results. If you do want anything else, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.